The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. 12, 13, 14, 15, that's what he said. That's supposed to be a sex joke. I just don't know how it works. And you're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan and Gabe, but not Tim or Doyle. Fuck those guys. <laughs> everybody welcome to episode 214 of thinking outside the long box where we will not be talking about devs because i failed to watch it <laughs> tim and doyle aren't here who both have watched the entire thing and you have too i right? watched it mm-hmm. yeah so that's my fault sorry guys i will say that i feel like i'm a fucking clairvoyant when it comes to shows that we watch because i have guessed and kind of guessed things from like the first episode that happened at the end of the movies or the shows. And in the first episode, I, I sent the group a text and I was like, is this guy God? Because that's just what I thought. Just from a conversation. And he ends up not being God. But he ends up he ends up thinking himself like God. Like a, right. very highly like that. And I was like, well, fuck, I was kind of right about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good show. We'll talk about it uh, the we'll next time we record. We'll talk about more next ep- Yeah. No, after... Episode after next. Yes. Because it'll be like listener yes. interaction, then next recording gotcha. session. Gotcha. I know how numbers work. <laughs> I, I fucking don't. <laughs> also don't know how math works. <laughs> Good a, show, though. So you should definitely go watch it. Yeah, I definitely will get to it. So uh, anyway, so instead of that, we're going to talk about some of the other random shit that we watched uh, over the last couple of weeks. Um you know, obviously for the show, we try to watch as much of the stuff as possible, and sometimes things fall through the cracks. You know, every, probably every episode you've heard somebody say about one thing or another, I haven't watched that show. Most of the time, it's me. Uh, <laughs> Tim. Or Tim, yeah. Most of the time, it's me or Tim. Doyle fucking watches everything. Well, that yeah. motherfucker watches everything all the time. That's because Doyle is single, and his job allows him to watch just <laughs> whatever the fuck he wants sometimes. So, not all the time. Just sometimes. I'm usually pretty close. Yeah. So, one. Oh, you took a giant bite. So I'll wait. That's all right. What, what kind of stuff has been entertaining you this week? So, the last two weeks. Well, first first things first. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is back for the last season, which I'm really sad about. Um, apparently, they time traveled. I mean, there's a, there's a shit ton of story behind what's going on. So, I won't bother too much. But <laughs> they're time traveling and they're in the 1930s. They just kind of by proxy saved uh, Teddy Roosevelt, and now they have to save Hydra in order to save Shield in the 1930s. So it's it's kind of convoluted. It's kind of crazy. Coulson's dead, but not dead because he's a LMD. I don't know how far if you've watched. He's a, he's essentially a robot. Yeah, I knew that. Um, so there, there's there's a lot of shit going on. When this first episode was pretty good. But I'm a Mar- I'm an Agents of Shield apologist, so I I think it's all going to be good. So I haven't watched I haven't watched a season of it that I didn't like. It's a great show. I just it always falls through the cracks for right. me, you know, which is stupid because there's a whole dark, whole fucking Ghost Rider season, right. <laughs> which is 100 percent my jam. So I just I think we talked about this last time. I think for me it's easy because it's just it just it records. Right. Uh, the first season of Shield, 
I was like, oh, I really like this. So I set it to record, and now any new C- a- episode of Agent Shield just records for me. Right. So I don't think about it. I didn't even know it was coming back. I was just like, oh, fuck, there's, there's shields on. What What's going on here? Neato. And so, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's, I love it. I, I really, I'm, I'll be sad to watch it go. And I think it's gotten, it's, I think it's been getting some of its best ratings towards the end. Nice. And they were given the 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 no that they were going to be canceled, which is good because they could finish whatever storylines they were going to tie Which is always up. good. Right. Like knowing that you're going to be canceled is always better so that you can make a complete story. Right. So I have a show that's like that where every time it pops up on Hulu, I'm like, fuck yes, this is being watched right now. <laughs> and that show is holy moly. <laughs> it is the – ridiculous miniature golf mm. extreme miniature golf show mm-hmm. with rob riggle as a host uh the first episode came out this week i watched it you know basically immediately i saw it was on and was like hey mel we're watching holy moly <laughs> and she said okay <laughs> <laughs> um it's super funny like the show is very simple there's eight miniature golfers they do single elimination rounds until there's only two miniature golfers and then one of them wins and at the so do you do do the pairs they do a whole round of golf and then no, 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 they do one hole one hole and whoever beats the hole first goes on to the right. next round so then at the end of the season after eight episodes they do a champions game where the people that won on each episode all play each other in single mm, elimination nice. so um the holes are ridiculous uh, they have to do stupid, like, wipeout kind of stuff <laughs> on all of the holes. You know, uh, there was a hole where they had to wear fire suits because there were fire-breathing dragons, like, <laughs> blasting them on fire. And, like, straight up, they would get the ball through the little castle gate and the, you know, thing would come down. And they'd have to walk onto the green. And both guys that were on that hole walked to the green lit on fire. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's stuff like that. There is one hole that... You, so you can tell that they finished the episodes as the pandemic was shutting down. Because there are a few holes that are, like, super rushed. Like, you can tell they're not put together super well. Right. Like, And the commentary, because the commentary is comedic, they can, like, basically put that shit on blast. Right. So there's a hole where they have to run across these, like, slippery logs. And there's a creek underneath them. But the creek is just like foam with like a tarp <laughs> on it so that it looks like water. And R- Rob Riggle goes, I-, I don't think there's water in there. <laughs> so this is the cheapest looking thing. <laughs> I'm going, I, I think I'm going to tweet NBC about this. <laughs> like, And he's like composing a tweet while the hole is going on. <laughs> like, you know, it just, it, it, it isn't afraid to poke fun of itself because it's a ridiculous, ridiculous idea right. and like just a stupid show in general but it's done so entertainingly you get to watch people fall into like you know you get to watch people fall into water you get to watch people get fire breathe on them uh, i remember uh last season they had a hole where like there would be a distraction and like a screen would come up and like really like contortionists or like a dude pretending he's a spider or a mime like a really annoying mime or a clown comes out to distract you on the hole, and that's the whole hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> the I I'm not a big fan of John Lovitz because because he fucked over Kevin Smith, but John Lovitz in the seasons they have like 
a celebrity that will come on for a hole. And usually what it is is that celebrity's good at like, you know, driving or putting right. or something. So he can do like a good chip shot. And so each player plays their ball and whoever gets closest to like this pin gets him to do the chip shot oh, over nice. the water. And the person that loses, he does it blindfolded. Okay. <laughs> But when John Lovitz comes out, he comes out, he's in a pirate costume because it's a pirate-themed hole. Mm-hmm. And he just says, what happened to my career? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's the most spot-on joke I think I've heard that guy tell in about 15 years. So, I don't know. It's really it's really funny. It's soothing and dumb and just brainless and nice. exactly what I've needed over the last, like, what, four months now. <laughs> God. It's been a little too hectic for me. <laughs> I have felt no hect. Hectic? Hect? Yeah. How do you say that word in the present tense? You haven't been hect very much? Is that what, is that, what that is? <laughs> I don't know what the present tense of hectic I, I, is. I don't think there's a maybe, present. Maybe that is. Yeah, things it's are hectic. Things right are now. hectic. Yeah. I think it's because it's... I think it's an all... I think it's an All-time... I don't fucking know. I think it's I, I think it's a descriptor of a verb. <laughs> yeah, it's an adverb. Oh. So since it's a descriptor of a verb, there is no tense to it. Hmm. Things like specific actions or times or things are hectic. That's true. And so their being is the verb. It has been hectic. Right, right, so, right, right, right. I think that's how I it don't works. Know. I don't know grammar. Some, somebody's definitely <laughs> going to send us a message about that. Because if the internet hates anything, it's bad grammar. <laughs> no, but I – and we'll talk – we're kind of riffing because we're going to – we'll go live Apparently here in a so second. Apparently not so much Nazis though. Yeah, no. <laughs> Same. But I have reinvigorated – I don't even know if I've – I think that I have never watched this show before. And I've fallen in love. I can't say that I fell back in love with it because I don't think I've ever seen this show. Um, I don't know that I ever, for the longest time, I don't know that I ever knew why Betty White was so popular. Because I I don't really know much of her career aside from this show. I don't know what else she has done aside from little cameos here and there. Lots of Broadway stuff. Yeah, okay. Um, But so Alicia likes to watch shit on the Hallmark Channel. She loves lovey-dovey things and two-hour fucking drivel, in my opinion. And but <laughs> the the consequence of that is that those are facts, not opinions. <laughs> <laughs> the consequence of that is when I turn the TV on at night, they're they've they're run like four or five-hour uh, Golden Girl episodes. So there's like six episodes or something like that. I, I think they're half hour, but. And so I've – it's just been I, – I, I can't remember a time where I was like, oh, let's watch some Golden Girls. You know what I mean? I don't remember that time. But now it's like, oh, fuck. Let's go watch some Golden because they're f- so funny. And they're – they're it's it's again, it's it's over – it is over the top a little bit. But – It's an 80s sitcom. Right, and right. 80s sitcoms had a level of goofiness that doesn't really exist in sitcoms right now, I don't think. So – it's over the top a little bit, but the story there there is a story generally in each episode, and it's good. But the these ladies just come from such different, unique backgrounds, and they're all funny. 
but there's the sex craved one and there's the one that was a bumpkin from the you know some fucking hillbilly village and then there's the mom and the and the daughter and they're just their 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 comedy together is just so funny you you would think they were doing comedy f- together their whole fucking lives they're just so funny together and i was i was reading and and kind of doing some things the mom in the series is actually one year in real life. She was one year younger than the daughter in the series. Huh. She just looked the tiny. She she's tiny older, and she yeah. just looks like an old little grandma. And I thought that was kind of funny. But I, I, I really, really have been into the Golden Girls lately. So and, I watched an ass load of the Golden Girls when it was coming out because it was my grandma's favorite fucking show. <laughs> uh, she loved Bob Newhart. She loved Golden Girls, and she loved. Um, Oh man, what is the name of that show? It's just another like kind of terrible like 80s sitcom hmm. thing. But Golden Girls was something that when it was on like on TV cuz obviously, you know, it was coming out right. out of syndication like before it was syndicated. When a new when new episodes were coming out and I was at my grandma's house when it was on, we watched it. Like, I wasn't allowed to change the channel. I wasn't even allowed to think about changing the channel or mention that I might want to watch something else. That was definitely a smack. Like, (laughs) she absolutely loved the Golden Girls. And as a consequence, I watched it so much when I was younger that it it always was funny to me. And it's a great show. Like, it's, it's just nice. You know, everything about it is nice and it's funny and... The characters, like you said, they feel like they've been together forever, right? And it's really, really well done. Yeah, I don't. I, it's I, there's not much to it. Like you said, it's a sitcom, and it's just a a different series of events every week that these four ladies happen to who happen to live together, who aren't related except for the mom, mother and the daughter. <coughs> um, they just go through shit in their lives, and it's just it's funny. Like I don't, I I don't. <laughs> You don't see a lot of older comedians anymore. Uh, you know, you, I, I think a lot of comedy is a lot of younger people. But these ladies are just – and I think like you said, I think a lot of them did a lot of Broadway before they before they started doing TV. And maybe that kind of informed how their comedy went. I don't. I don't know. I just. They're just funny. Like I could. I could probably. I. I have interest now of starting Golden Girls from the beginning and, and going through the it whole thing. because it's so funny. Like they just. The survivor. It's like every fucking other line is something just, that's just hilarious to me, and and that that draws me in. I, th- I think it's cool. One thing that I think '80s comedies did better. Than or 80s sitcoms did better than than sitcoms do now is that like need to have a joke every beat you know that that they're talking to each other it's joke a little bit of talking joke right a little bit of talking joke and it just keeps you rolling and rolling and as long as you're keyed in with the sense of humor that a specific sitcom has as long as it's your brand of humor you will laugh nonstop because that was their goal was to just have you laugh every 30 seconds, like to keep you watching the show so that you'll watch the commercials. (laughs) (laughs) I do watch commercials. I do watch commercials. I don't think there's anything else that I watched recently. We've, but like, I think I talked about it last time. Worst cooks in America is going on right now. I like that show. Mel Uh, hates that show. I love it. Um, 
that's going on. What else? The Agents Shield came back. The blacklist ended. We talked about that. I think the last time uh, watching Golden Girls. But I, I really, I, I think for me, uh, and this is not a slide at anybody. I don't want you to take it that way. I think for me, when we sit down and we say, okay, let's do these things. That's what I do. Like I don't, I put everything else aside, um, and then I'll I'll watch you know two or three hours of whatever we're supposed to be watching, and then if there's time, I'll watch my shit. Um, and, and that kind of gets me through being able to just watch things for the show because right. I think it's important for me personally. Um, and, and I think I kind of get <clears throat> trapped in that and sometimes I don't watch my own stuff, which is fine. I yeah. really liked devs. What we do in the shadows was okay. Harlem nights was fucking amazing. So there are, there are times where I'm like, God damn these fucking people. Like I hate these things that they, they told me to watch this week, <laughs> but, but usually it, I, usually I like a lot of the shit. So, but that's usually what I do on my every two weeks. I'm watching something for the show. So when somebody's like, Oh, you should watch this. I'm like, ah, I've tried, but I'm, you know, we're, we're, I've got to do this. And so I usually, that's it. And usually that's, that's kind of my two weeks. Frankly, I watched so. I watched so little television this week or over the last two weeks, not because I didn't have time, but because I was downstairs working in my comic room. And like the only thing I can watch on the TV that I put in there is tapes. Right. So I just watched, I mean, I watched maniac. I watched (laughs) the believers. I watched fuck dude. I watched running man. I watched uh, Demolition Man. I watched <laughs> Predator. I watched End of Days. Like, I oh, that's an awful. Movie. I probably watched like eight Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movies in the last two weeks because I just put something on, right? And while I'm working, this movie's playing in the background. Right. Sometimes it really catches my attention. Um, I watched a, a movie called Quartermass Experiment. It's like a science fiction movie from like the fifties. Fucking super engaging. Right. And honestly, like really, really tense, even though the main monster is a dude in a rubber suit. But like by the time you get to the hokiest looking fucking monster on the face of the earth, the rest of the show has you so sucked in that I was willing to go, yeah, all right, that's fine. Like, <laughs> keep going. Right, right. Let's <laughs> like, get past it. <laughs> let's, get past, let's get past this bullshit. I did watch Plan 9 from Outer Space, uh, which is fucking awful, but like in all of the good ways, you know. <laughs> How will we ever do that? You know, lines delivered like that and bad special effects and stuff. Um, I saw – so the other thing that I've been doing – is uh, I'll put Pluto on, which is uh, streaming television. Right. And they have a horror channel, which is, you know, my favorite kind of movie for the most part. So I'll just put that on and on my Kindle and I'll just be sitting there. And um, a few, like, I think it was like last, not like two weeks ago, like right. right on Monday or something like that. I was downstairs working in my room watching Pluto on the Kindle and this Kim Basinger movie called... Uh, while she was out came on never heard of it like you know it's not like i follow kim basinger's career but i haven't seen her around in a long time like it's been a while i think i have no idea when this movie so it's this lady it's christmas eve her husband is like super abusive like he comes home he's like yelling at her being a super dick like you know you're just waiting for him to like assault her (laughs) right you know you're and the implication is that, you know, I think he does hit her before she leaves. You know, they have two kids. It's like a really bad situation, right? 
So to kind of remove herself from the situation, she tells him, I've got to go buy wrapping paper for the girl's gifts. I'm going to go to the mall. She goes to the mall. I mean, and this is this scene is pretty drawn out. Like right. It's 20, 20, 25 minutes of the movie. She's at the mall. She sees a friend. Her friend's like, oh, you know, oh, I, how have you been? Oh, this is my husband. He's so wonderful. They kiss each other. You know, they have this great relationship. Right. And she's just like... You know, just like totally fucking defeated. Right. You know? So she goes outside and like when she had gotten to the mall, there was a dude parked like a dick. So she leaves a note on his car. You know, maybe if you didn't park in two spots, you know, I would have been able to park. Something right. Like that. When she comes out, that car is still there and her car and his car are the only two cars in the park. <laughs> and out come... Uh, the most racially diverse gang I've ever seen. It's literally a white dude, a Hispanic dude, a black dude, and an Asian dude, which is <laughs> fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> because it's like, it's like the weirdest thing to do <laughs> in the world. Like, I mean, cool, I guess. Right. Like, I don't know that any of those races want representation <laughs> as criminals, but... <laughs> but the guy gets out and he's like, oh, you leave notes? Like, that's a declaration of war on me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, being really in her face, overtly sexual, overtly violent, like, and just she's probably getting ready to get raped. Right. You know? Security guard from the parking lot comes over and is like, all right, guys, you need to leave her alone. Like, let's just head out, get out of the parking lot. I need you to leave. And the dude just shoots the security guard. Uh -huh. Okay. And that's when the movie goes skyrocket straight up. She jumps in her car and she takes off, right? It's like a SUV or right. something. And the dudes chase her. They she tries to drive into a construction site, she loses control of her car, she crashes it like this fucking log almost kills her. <laughs> it's crazy. And it becomes a chase movie where like these four guys are hunting her, like right. trying to get her. Obviously, first dude she inadvertently kills like he falls off this thing he falls into the basement of a house that's not finished and he breaks his neck right and the other three guys are like now nah, we want revenge right next dude rolls up she has like this toolbox she just fucking murders him <laughs> and then the next dude attacks her and she like really really murders him <laughs> and then it gets to the very end where it's just her and the guy. And he's like, man, we've been through a lot together. You and I could just run away. I bet your man doesn't treat me right. And she's, you know, she's like, have sex with me. Have sex with me. You know, fuck me. Come on. Right. And while they're kissing, murder. Like, <laughs> you know, she like takes him out. And you watch as she becomes like powerful. Right. Like, she stops being afraid and starts being fucking scary. Right. Right. All of that circles around. She goes home. She walks in the house. She's covered in mud and blood. She's soaked to the bone because they live in California, so it's raining. Right. You know, she has she has these two rolls of fucking wrapping paper. Her car <laughs> is outside of their gated community because it won't go anymore, and it's, like, <laughs> literally on fire. You know, and she goes into her house, and she's... I mean, obviously, she's making a giant mess. You know, she's getting mud everywhere. And right. Stuff. And her husband's like, you know, uh, why don't you take off your shoes before you come in the house? The fucking Japanese can do it. Why can't you? <laughs> she goes upstairs. She kisses both of her daughters. She comes back downstairs. He's like, you get the stupid wrapping paper? What'd you get me? What'd you get me? What'd you get me? And the final scene is her pointing the gun at his face going, nothing. <laughs> and that's how the movie ends. And it's... <laughs> it's 
one of those things that I never, ever, ever would have actively watched. Right. I never would have said, oh, a horror movie starring Kim Basinger? I should watch this. <laughs> like, it's just nothing about it sounded appealing, <laughs> but because it was just on, and then I kept watching it and watching it, I was like, fuck, this movie's getting real, real. Like, this movie's <laughs> getting crazy right now. And... I was done with my work for the day, just sitting there staring at my Kindle <laughs> like, ooh, oh, fuck, she just put a wrench through that guy's neck. <laughs> like, you know, it was just so – it was so entertaining. Right. Like, and it just sucked me in. And that's not an experience I have a lot anymore because I don't watch very much live TV that's, right. you know, just going. That same day, they played like four Stephen King movies in a row. You nice. Know? I'm not going to go out of my way to watch Night Shift ever again. But it just happens to be on, so I get to watch the horrible giant right. bat. You know? <laughs> and it's it's fun because it's like a memory. Children of the Corn was on. Haven't seen that. Oh, movie. God. I haven't seen that in a minute. Exactly. I haven't seen it probably since I was a teenager. Movie holds up pretty well. Like, it's a little corny, like, especially at the end, but. Man, fuck those kids. They are scary <laughs> as shit. Especially that redheaded fucker, man. He's got a grin that would that puts the Joker to shame. Like it's <laughs> I mean, and it's it's kinda cool being able to just like kinda sit and watch random things that I just never would have thought about watching, you know. And being able to go through the tapes and like as I'm working on selling them, just finding cool new things to watch, right. you know. In but, uh, Days is fucking... That's an awful movie. It's a passable action film. Like, it's like a it's like a C-minus action film, <laughs> right? But the layer of, like, demonic Satan and all that stuff <laughs> makes it, like, a D. Easy. Like, it's just so dumb. What's up? And the, the fucking blurb on the back says more terrifying than The Exorcist. Oh, I was like, what fucking shit. planet are you on? <laughs> I think that's why I keep the TV. One, because Alicia watches TV too, but I, uh, they're like, I was, we, we have some of the premium channels, not all of them, but we were, I watched the Don't, Don't Be a Menace to Society while drinking your Gin, your juice in the hood i think i what they would just randomly was on i watched the running man i watched uh running man um, is such a fucking great movie stepbrother i think or no no not stepbrother stepfather which was a it's a horror movie about a uh serial killer who assumes different um different person different uh identities and so at the beginning of the movie, he's killed a family and moved away and he runs into this mom who just recently got divorced and then he fits himself in her life. And so shit kind of starts to unravel when the sun comes back. And it's it's I thought it was decent, but it's not like you said, it's not a movie that I'm going to go run out and be like, oh, this sounds fun. Let's watch this. Right. It just was on. And I was like, fuck, it captivated me for the hour and a half that it was on or exactly. whatever. So. Every think, once in a while, a movie does that to me. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Like, it's a cool experience. It's It reminds me of when I used to, like, really actively, like, seek out new CDs and new records. And I would buy an album because the cover was kind of cool. And I knew it was a genre of music that I liked. And, you know, there was, like, a 50-50 chance that it would be good. You know? <laughs> but usually I bought them used, so it wasn't as big of a deal. You know, it I, I like that. I like just running into stuff where I'm like, damn, that was really fucking good. Yeah, I think we, with the exception of, for me personally, with the exception of what we do in the shadows, 
I think the last month of shit that we've watched has been really good. Like, I, it's just captivated me to where I don't... I watch normal shit every week. There's stuff on every day that we watch. But this stuff was so good that I didn't care that I was missing other things. And so, I mean, the Kingdom was really good. Marianne was really good. Well, I don't even remember what we watched for the pop culture classic, actually, now that I think about it. Some kind of horror. What did we choose? No, it was oh, a horror. Ring, ring, ring. yeah. And damn, and yeah. so there, there, the the, and then it led me into devs, which was really fucking good. And so I've just been so captivated that I just, I just don't care. Like I, I'm, I'm happy watching things for the show, and I'll, I'll get to the other shit when I get to it. You know what I mean? Because it's recorded, it's always there. And it's just we've, I think, I feel like the picks that we've chosen lately have just been so good. I would that, agree with that. Um, like I, the last episode was fucking great so yeah i, I agree think you're gonna really like the show that i recommend for the next recording session too oh god here we go doyle's been talking about it a ton i went and watched it i hate doyle, <laughs> you <don't> hate doyle. <laughs> you just did you see his response uh he when I, he's all, oh man i can't i'm not gonna be there today guys i lost my voice and i was like oh yeah because of all the cock huh and he's like well I don't really think it had to do with a cock so much, but I just don't have a voice this morning. <laughs> That's good stuff. I'm pretty sure it's the strap on. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> and the fold fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what we're going to talk about during the live session, but here <laughs> that's <Yeah>. next. <laughs> I'll find something to talk about. Black people. White people. Let's not talk about those things. Brownies. Uh, I will get upset. <laughs> trying to not be upset today <laughs> are you sure facebook looks like you're upset i was pretty upset <laughs> earlier and i spent about four hours with my nine-year-old and it made me feel a lot better that's you know here's the thing we'll probably talk about it next too but i just don't i can't i come home to two beautiful little babies and a beautiful wife and i just don't get encapsulated in bullshit i just don't like i can't i can't go stop and and you may you may not agree with me but i can't go stop idiots from burning burning down buildings i i can't i can't physically do it you know what i mean they're gonna go do whatever the fuck they want to do and they're gonna protest which is fine i don't disagree with that but i just don't i don't have it in me it's just not i'm gonna come home to my beautiful family and that's what's important to me that's all that's important to me right now a huge part of it i think is just the way my brain is wired like between like the way i think about things the way i was raised the stuff that i put into my mind like over the last 40 years it's really hard for me to let go of this stuff like and it's it i mean We'll talk about it, I'm sure, like you said, during the live episode, but it, it ends up weighing really heavy on me sometimes to a point where, like, my brain doesn't stop functioning and I can't enjoy things. Right. And that sucks. And I know a big part of that is literally just my depression at work, my, you know, my ADD at work, like trying to scatter all these different places at right. the same time. And, you know, it just, it makes it difficult. And compound that on top of literally being stuck at home for months. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. this is the first time we've seen each other yeah. in like two months, which sucks. Cause you're like genuinely one of my best fucking friends. Yeah, for sure. Like what? Um, we can't go to cons. We can't do it's shit. Fucking awful. It's fucking awful, <laughs> man. And on top of that, <laughs> there was, the, apparently we're burning the country <laughs> to the ground now. Like, you know, it's just, uh, it's a lot, man. 
in my brain my brain hurts and I, I think that i i think the for some of us and and it's, some of it is for me too i'm not above it you know um having the two weeks you know because i'm at work now i've been at work for a month and i have friends there i see pe- different people every single day it's been fucking crazy busy um but having the the little three or four hours every other week that we do this and we got together and we ate and we had fun. I think that having that taken from you is is hard. It's hard hard. when you don't get to see when I didn't get to see anybody for two months. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. And, and, and you, and you go, fuck, I don't, you, you watch and you, you, you kind of watch your summer go down fucking hill because this is canceled and that's canceled and I can't, even if I wanted to go see family, they may not fucking let me in. You know, I got shit to worry about. Literally the thing I do three times a week, roller derby is gone. Right. It's just gone. You know, today Hannah was like, ah, you know what today would be perfect for dad? No, what? I wish we could go to a pool. Fuck. Is that going to be all summer? Probably <laughs> like, is that, you know, what, what am I supposed to do? Obviously I can't build a pool in my backyard. I'm not that rich. <laughs> Go buy a tarp. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I actually did watch a YouTube video on how to build your own pool. And that is one of the steps <laughs> I bought. So I had bought her an inflatable pool. One of the times that I was doing like a supply run at Walmart. Right. And I was like, Oh, this, you know, it'll be cool. It's like 20 bucks or whatever. And it got thrown over the fence to like dry out one day, and then the we've we've had like some crazy weather on top of all the other fucking <laughs> bizarre shit that's going on, and like this wind like just whipped it and whipped it and whipped it, and it tore the <laughs> fucking inflatable parts. So I blew it up today, started filling it up with water. It got filled. I was like, all right, Hannah, it's ready to go. She comes outside and it's just like tilted sideways <laughs> and draining. So I got online. I was like, I'll, I'll get you a new pool. Like, you know, it'll be fine. Right. We won't get an inflatable one. We'll get something that's a little more durable. And the pool I got her is advertised on Amazon. It's so awesome. It's all, you know, blah, blah, blah brand. You know, this many inches by this many inches. Dog bath. Dog care. <laughs> And kitty pool. I was like, fuck yes. I was like, this is for animals. And that's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I think we just bought like a $20 like plastic pool. Yeah. Thing. I don't think I got her. The crazy. one I got her is like fold up, which is kind of cool. The, and the reason I try to get the pools that we can like put away is if I don't put it away the dogs will start drinking from the pool. And the next thing you know, they have gas that fucking will rape your face. <laughs> like, Oh dude, Yeti drank from the pool for like a couple minutes. And then I turned around. I was like, fuck. And like he, he had gas that was audible and would like blow away the whole <laughs> living room. It was brutal, dude. Like, I have never experienced dog farts like that. Uh, I was like, fuck, man. Like, stop drinking the pool water, you piece of shit. Like, go, go run away again. <laughs> On um, that note. I've been Gabe. Um, are you not going to take us oh, out? Yeah, I should do all this stuff. Huh? <laughs> Wait a minute. You said on that note, and I got confused. <laughs> Be sure to find us at totlb.com where you can find all of our social medias and listen to us 
ramble about other stuff on other episodes. Gets up. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, share the podcast wherever you're getting it. Tell your friends about it. That's probably one of the best ways that we can spread the word about the podcast. We'd love for more people to listen because yeah, that, bitches. that is the goal. Um, yeah, bitches. Also, you can find us on Patreon.com slash TOTLB for as little as a dollar a month. One American doll hair. <laughs> Doll hair. <laughs> Don't say that because somebody will send us a doll hair. <laughs> uh, I feel like that would be creepy. Oh, it'd be extra Just an creepy, envelope yeah. full of hair. Oof. <laughs> there's, definitely, there's definitely a movie in there somewhere. <laughs> anyway, don't send us doll hair. Send us a dollar. <laughs> uh, at patreon.com slash TOTLB. And, of course, you can go to tinyurl.com slash TOTLBTube to find our YouTube site. Uh, subscribe there. We are getting you content as often as possible. And if you have something to say, positive, negative, doesn't matter. We want to hear it all. Give us a call, 970-573-6148, the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. I love that that's stuck. I haven't seen Michael in forever, but I love that that is stuck. <laughs> yeah, I do love that that has stuck. The Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline, where I assume there's just a bunch of like ghost Yodas, because yeah. he loves midgets and he's dead. So, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> With that said, I've been game. I'm one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe. The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a barren space production. <laughs>